working on a on a on a side project or something. Yeah, yeah. So, he was this you know, back when it was Fangs and you know, before right, it yeah. became God's and Machine. So, so but um, you know, Fred, uh, who plays guitar in of Gods and Machines, he reached out to me on Instagram and um you know, he was like uh very sweet guy um and wanted to thank us for having him on the show um but yeah he he sent me a message and just kind of like a little bit more of a backstory on him because we didn't really get to into it too much right uh so i asked him if it was cool if i read this and um he said yeah so um you know he said i wanted to reach out and say thank you uh uh to you and james for having me on the podcast it was awesome i was honored to be a part of you guys show i look forward to doing more in the future Yes. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Um, he said, also, I'd like to give you some backstory on me and how music saved my life. Um, wow. In high school, me and my friend started a band called A Bullet and a Kiss. Uh, LOL. Um, bleeding. Uh, it's a bleeding through lyric. Um, and we played hardcore metal. We changed our name again uh, to the hollow point story uh, and still have the he still has the screenshot uh, for the T-shirts. Uh, and then. Um, then they became uh, from Idle Hands, um, and uh, which is a little bit more of a no name around here in the hardcore scene from you know the Sumter Manning area. Um, and then I got the boot uh, for the new for the now vocalist uh, uh, Corey Smith. Um, uh, from Idle Hands was me, Payne, Gregory, Chris Chandler, Lewis McKenzie, and Kyle Parrott. Uh, we were the original lineup. Um, so I left and uh, played with a new band from Florence, uh, the Hero Incarnate. As their vocalist, and after we split up, I learned to play guitar seriously. Um, uh, my mother, God rest her soul, uh, bought me a 2007 Ibanez S470, a beautiful, beautiful guitar. It's very nice and it's priceless to me. I started three bands: uh, Deflesh, The Abducted, Donald Gaskin's Tragedy, and uh, Gate Remains, uh, which is still my side project and could never find drummers. Um, I then went on to join Sons of Solomon. Played with uh, played with them for six months. Uh, never got to play a show with them, which is a bummer since I love playing shows. I had played so many shows over the course of two years in From Idle Hands as a vocalist. Uh, since SOS didn't work out, I sat in my room and I practiced and practiced and continued playing and practicing the last eight years and didn't care to be in a band. And then January 4th, 2018 happened. I woke up at 5.03 a.m. to blood-curdling screams of my father mourning my mother's death um, when he had woken up, my mother had pneumonia and she was a smoker. <clears throat> she was in the hospital and then she came home. Um, I tried uh, to give my mother CPR. It didn't work and I could not save her. I didn't touch my guitar um, that she got for me. Um, my Ibanez uh, 470 that you will see in my upcoming videos. Um, for nearly a year, uh, I did play guitar once when my godfather forced me out of the house to go to Carolina Rebellion. Um, the last rebellion they had, and I played a LTD in front of a crowd of about 40 to 50 people and saw a lot of great bands. Um, I went home to play guitar since she had passed away, um, and I couldn't play without sobbing for nearly a year. Um, fast track to the pandemic, I met Travis. Uh, we started hanging out, and I was going to be in Fangs, but he wanted to change the name, so um, I hit my list of band names I have and uh, added a new one um, from... Beneath the Massacre's uh, new album, Fearmonger, a uh, song called um, Of Gods and Machines. And here we are. Um, playing guitar with Travis changed my life. He's the coolest of dudes and gave me a breath of hope for the future of my music career and ours as a band. So, yeah, really, uh, really touching story um, from uh, Fred there. So, Fred, thanks for reaching out, man, uh, and uh, sending us that. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode that we did interviewing you guys i'm sorry for the uh audio issues and the wi-fi connections um it's all good i'm glad you sent me that so we could get your we we didn't get to really dive into that uh yeah. whenever we had you on yeah. um but uh, we'll have you back on sometime I'll tell and you what, uh, we'll get you I'll back tell you on here let's let's get just him on the show because i really yeah. Cause yeah, I we'll really really right want to talk. Oh, yeah 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 we, we'll we get gotta do that. that we gotta do that so sure yeah. absolutely well, cool. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this uh, interview that we did with Of Gods and Machines. Had our first returning guest, uh, Travis Gettings. And, um, and uh, yeah, just a little bit of a backstory there of Fred. Uh, just kind of know that going into this uh, interview. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When Words Fail, Music Speaks. My name is Blake Mosley. I'm joined today by my co-host, uh, James Cox. Hey, James, yo. what's going on, dude? What's up, man? How are you? I'm living the dream, as always. <laughs> Um, 
this is a, this is a really cool interview because this is our first uh, returning guest that we've ever had. Um, it, right. This is and this is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you're our first returning guest. Um, oh, we just surpassed uh, our big like hundredth episode, um, and uh, pretty phenomenal. So a lot of firsts here today. This is great. Um, so Travis Gettings. Welcome back to the show. Hey, man. What up? What up? How's it going? Um, <laughs> it's going, you know. It's moving, that's moving it, on that's, along. That's all. It's going. Yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and you, you were married. So I, the last time we had you on, we talked about how you married my cousin. And yes, uh, but you guys were married then, right? Yeah. Y'all had the y'all had the actual like ceremony and stuff recently. So congrats again, I guess. Yes. Like <laughs> we had our so, redo. So so how is married life now you that now that it's like like a year year from it? Yeah, it's uh Do you like it? You know. Yeah. We're um That's good. We have a lot of plans for stuff we want to do in the near future, so we're just it's kind of hectic trying to get all that stuff organized and all, but other than that, it's been, you know, great. Cool. Awesome. I have trail mix stuck in my teeth. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, so not only do we have uh, Travis back with us uh, as a returning guest, but he also brought some buddies along. Uh, we got uh, Jake and Freddie. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah man. What's up? What's up? Very, very glad to meet y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So Jake, you're on vocals, right? I sure am. All right, cool. So we got Jake on vocals, and Freddie, you play guitar. I do. I do. Yes. Do you also play drums? Because I, I feel like I've seen you in some videos with Travis. Yes, I, I dabble around with the drums a little bit um, because I always play guitar and I didn't have a drummer. So, gotcha. Cool. It's man. a struggle. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a struggle. Well, cool, dude. This is uh, this is great. Um, we've got uh, we've got everybody on the show today to kind of update us about what's going on uh, with the band, kind of um, uh, talk about the music coming out and uh, where you guys are at, the name change. Because uh, back when we had you on before Travis, uh, this was still Fang. So, uh, yes. you guys, yes. you guys have a new name now um, of Gods and Machines. Um, so uh, this is pretty mm -hmm. exciting. I can't wait to dive into that and figure out what's going on. It's a great that's, band name, yeah. That's the literally way. the greatest band name I've ever heard in my life. Oh God, the Machines, man. That's <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Those Freddy's yeah. idea. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like the V too. It's not uh, o, like o, o F. It's O V. I did that to. That was kind of my contribution to it because yeah. I wanted to like annoy all the hardcore black metal fans. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, that's how Behemoth spells all under of and for and whatever. O V. And I think that's an awesome feeling. So if you were to piss off a metal, I don't think you did that. Mm. I think you like brought more metal, you know, black metal people in your. Into the, you know, to listen to y'all. If you would have yeah, small, it would have been the most metal thing ever. So. Right? Yeah. So let's uh let's dive into it. Like, what? Tell us about the 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 name change. Like, how did that come about? Uh, was that you know was Fangs kind of like just uh kind of like a temporary name, kind of like just an idea thrown in there, or, or uh, how how did that happen? Well, I just feel like because me and Travis were in a band before. Um, and it's it kind of like an internet project me. yeah 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 and then he just hit me up one day because it really wasn't we were just having trouble getting it going he was like let's just start our own project yeah and i was like all right so we started things and then we released like two songs with things and then we started expanding and growing yeah and i guess just with the expansion and the growth and we kind of changed the way that we wanted to sound so i guess changing the name was the fitting thing to do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a Yeah, I actually got the name from um from a Beneath the Massacre song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was wondering about that. It's, uh, <clears throat> all that. And uh I meant to add yes, the title of the next year. 
Well, that's cool, man. I, I uh, love they're it. a major one of my major influences. Yeah. So I was like, Hell yeah. Damn it. Die Skies or like some other name, and then I was like, well, "What about this?" And Travis was like, "Yeah, that's the one." That's it. So it was really cool. Everybody really vibed with it, you know. Yeah. So, like the 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 songs that you guys released as Fangs, like, are you just kind of like pulling that over to Gods and Machines, or are you just starting fresh? Like, what's what's going on with that? We hadn't really talked about it. I was just going to do the thing on DistroKid because that's the distribution service we use. Mm-hmm. Um, pay the 20 bucks like per song that like if you stop paying for the subscription, they keep it up there forever. And then like just kind of start fresh with uh, we got I think with the intro and outro tracks, which are like a minute we have like maybe five songs we're wanting to release that are two of them are basically done like they're written but you know yeah one of them was actually a leftover what's up oh yeah that one um yeah so i need to learn that but yeah, yeah. It's very, very uh, like to put it like someone else described it. It's very old white chapel sound thing. Yeah. Yes. Old white chapel sound. Yeah, like I, 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 I'm, I'm digging what you guys <clears throat> have going on right now. Um, we uh, we're gonna insert like a clip of uh, of some uh, like your one of your demos just uh in the intro of the song, so people can kind of get a get a feel for what we're uh what we're talking about today so right. um but uh yeah so james yeah oh um i do have a question for uh jake J- jacob um yes sir so okay so i listened to your um uh demo called wbtd right right so, okay so what i want to know is uh um when did y'all decide to to go uh like to take two vocal routes because on that song you start out with the with the guttural sound which is you know um very metal style and then you, and then you got like a high like higher octave like a right. like a necrogarbicon um so what made y'all decide to go the to, to two routes instead of just just one main vocal route. So to be honest, I'd never recorded highs before, so that was the oh. very first time I've ever recorded it's highs. So great. Yeah. Um. And just for how fast the tempo was, because all of our other songs recorded even with things, was kind of a lower tempo. Yeah. To where I felt a lot more comfortable doing lows on it. And I messed around with that track for probably three or four days while I was writing the song mm-hmm. vocally and lyrically. And I couldn't just get anything to fit doing lows because it's a lot easier to go fast with highs than it is with lows, at least for me. Right. So I just, I just said, screw it. If it sounds bad, it sounds bad. I'll go for it. And I think... Just with with the little rough mix that we have on the track, it sounds really good. Yeah. So I'm really happy with how it came out. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. It, it's cool to have like a like a rough demo that you're starting out with that you're just so like stoked about, and then you know like once once you can get in there and kind of polish some things up, it's just kind of watching the. Evolution well, I know it's definitely it. gotten us a lot more motivated. Just with the first yeah. demo that we recorded, we knocked out the second one within like a week just from from how hyped we got off the first one that we did. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, we have a third that I need to, we need to decide on the structure. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I'm just going to do a bunch of like nerdy audio engineering bullshit to it. To, uh, get it (laughs) really. I think like, that's all we really have to do for two of the songs is retract guitars. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And then um Yeah. The other one just kind of figure out the structure and retract guitars for that. And And I'm guessing Fred Fred played guitars on, on his tracks or did he like mostly do drums? Uh guitar. Guitar okay, yeah. A lot of guitar writing. Especially with the third one we're working on was one of his um one of his riffs. Yeah. And it's really good. It's like 
we're able to like come up with riffs and then like ah, so evolving, yeah, like bounce off of each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Fred, um, uh, so so how do you, how does one, uh, as as professional as you play guitar, um, uh, come up with a riff uh, as heavy as the one um we we heard? Um, I just, I just, sometimes I'll turn the metronome on and I'll just bang around on something I like that's like cut from my influences of like Bold at the Gates and Through the Eyes of Dead and yeah. Graves of Valor kind of stuff. And I try to play it with, um, Jake, uh, Travis really heavy, brutal, like deathcore, hardcore, like it's just really heavy yeah. and i'm just trying to blend yeah. a little bit of tech a little death metal a little bit of uh, some of that older older death or metal or style into it where it's not too much right where it's like oh they're a metalcore band well we're not a metalcore band <laughs> we're, yeah. yeah we're a heavy heavy it's yeah, kind of one of those things band. that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> We don't want to try to pigeonhole ourselves into a genre. I know that sounds super cliche, but like if the people that listen to our music want to call us deathcore, that's cool with me. If they want to call us like heavy hardcore, new hardcore or whatever, that's cool with me too. Like I don't, I want to let the people digesting the music decide the genre, if that makes sense. So is, I think we, we all bring so many different influences yeah. from so many genres yeah. that we're into. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more of a death metal kid and yeah. hardcore. Uh, I'm not super big into deathcore. I mean, there's a couple bands. I mean, I would say a couple of my favorite bands are deathcore, like Traders. Yeah. That's where I get most of my vocal yeah. influence is from Traders. But um, just, just the we all come from different backgrounds and we all have different things to bring. So we're, our sound is so unique, I feel like, because of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we just did an episode. Uh, so we do like a. It looks like we're not a genre. We're just called Gossip Machine. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's the best way to describe it. A lot of times is just kind of like our our band is our genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we actually just did like so we do like cover wars uh, yeah. where um, we compare songs, uh, different cover songs by different bands. We actually just did an episode uh, on traitors uh cover of five minutes alone by pantera with a uh, non-point and a uh, cover too. we had the opportunity to actually interview elias from uh non-point uh a few episodes back so um while we were talking about it we were like oh yeah you did a cover of a pantera song let's 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 dive into it yeah. let's see what it's all about so it was it was cool i i introduced james to traitors yes um and uh made a believer of him. I've been listening to them for a while now. So really cool. And, and, uh, kind of where I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him on the beat down, uh, sub genre. So, yeah. uh, we're working on that. Uh, we did another cover wars of the Acacia strains cover of uh, black hole sun. That, and that was uh, a good cover too. Yeah. yeah. So we're, 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 uh, we're trying to make a believer of James. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, Jake, uh, you just mentioned traitors, and <laughs> and uh, hearing your voice on the uh, WBTD um, demo, um, it sounds like you like you're really influenced of of, of the uh, death metal vocalists, um, you know, such as um, uh, Corpse Grinder, you know, from Cannibal Corpse, and you know, yeah. obviously traitors. Um, who else, who do you like is who who's also like a big influence on you? Um, well, I would say Traders is my biggest influence. Um, I, I've been doing vocals since I was like 14, but whenever I really got into Traders is whenever I started taking it really seriously, whenever I started trying to learn the right ways to do it and developing my own sound. Um, I would say Vincent from the Acacia Strains, another really big influence on me. Mm -hmm. Um, Chase Mason from Gate Creeper. Another really big influence. I feel like on the last track um, that we that we recorded, I tried to go for a more kind of death metal sound, and I tried to do more like what, we, what Chase would do. Um, as far as highs go, 
I just kind of just screwed around to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I listened to um, a lot of signs of the storm back when um, he who shall not be spoken of uh, was in was in the band, and that kind of is where I tried to learn the, my highs and kind of like the the snarly piggy piggy sounds, I guess. So, uh, for like a quick, like like a singer question, uh, what is it's easy to learn the, the highest or the lows starting out? Could be like a like a middle. I, I've literally just now, in like the last probably month, gotten to where I can comfortably do highs. Okay. Yeah. But I, I I could do lows all day. Okay, so like, lows is easiest for you to do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What uh? So what's the recording? process like we've, we've got the same question for Freddie whenever he gets back but what what is what is your like recording process um look like when you guys do that well um at the moment i have just been going directly into my interface mm-hmm. with amp sims programming the drums and then once i get it where i'll you know structured i'll like bounce it bounce a custom click track and send it to Jake and then he records vocals and mm-hmm. sends me the raw vocals. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> Sunday, what we're probably going to do is, um, I got to restring a couple of guitars, get that fresh, that fresh sound. That fresh but look, right? <laughs> with one, uh, with one of the, uh, lovely stimulus checks, I got a hold of this guy right here. Yes, sir. So we can run our tube amps directly. And while Freddie was gone, you could see his, he's got a Bugera 6260. Is that what it's called? And I have my, um, my 5150, 50 yeah, watt. It's a, it's a Bugera 6260. So uh, nice. we're probably just going to run into this with a lot of times I use, uh, they have an orange cab that's preloaded from two notes and it sounds incredible so yeah i have a a few other things so i might simultaneously record amp sound and di sound so like if the amp tone isn't quite the way i pictured it in the when i'm mixing and stuff i can reamp it later but uh i don't know probably just gonna get together sunday and figure out the guitar tracking we're probably just gonna do program drums for the moment we're working on a situation to record live drums but yeah yeah cool um i know some, um, some bands record vocals first and then music later um is that your do you like to record music first and, and vocals later or like how, like 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 how does that work we always start with instrumentation first, okay. at least at this point, because I feel at least from my personal experience trying to do solo stuff, I can write lyrics to music a lot easier than writing music to lyrics. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like writing the music is the easy part. I give Jake the hard part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It seems like to, to write words to music is uh, it's a little bit harder, right? Hi, Jake. Well, what I do is um, I try to, at least for this, I actually have a lot of lyrics already written. And what I do is whenever they bounce me a track, I'll listen to it. And I normally just restructure my lyrics just fit around the music. Yeah. Um, Because even before we started recording music, just with the band name, I was like, hey, this would be cool. What if we did a lot of our music based around this subject? Yeah, and so I just went to writing, and I wrote and wrote and wrote. So now I have a backlog at least. So for what whatever we don't put on this EP, I have I still have music written. So we're not struggling and taking forever to release stuff. Right. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. So Freddie, uh, we we asked Jake a minute ago uh, what his in, uh, who was his big influence uh, as a uh, as a vocalist. So who who really inspires you? as a musician, um, whether that be a drummer or a guitarist or whoever.
to Pantera Metallica. Um, but my main influences now it's mostly the guy Brandon Ellis from Black Dollar Murder and yeah. like uh, Paul Packer from the Earth Between the Buried and the Al- Albums. He's a big influence. Um, and just everything in the Acacia Strain play. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Acacia Strain is awesome. Yeah. Everything that the Acacia Strain plays right. is a yeah, that's a that's an awesome like mix of influences for sure. That's a they're a, like one of my like, favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. So have... Our whole band are just big simps for the Acacia Strain, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, <laughs> they're one of those bands that's evolved very gracefully and kind of stayed slightly ahead of yeah. the curve, but not yeah. too far ahead of the curve. You know? Yeah. yeah. Great live band too, man. I saw them oh, work one God. time. Just like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I took my wife to see them, and she didn't water the entire time. <laughs> you know, it's funny. My wife is actually a fan of them too. I mean, she's not like a hardcore fan or anything, but like she really likes Tactical Nuke. Like that's her jam. Oh yeah. And uh, she's just like, I just like that the song gets slower and slower and slower. And I was like, yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> like the rest of their stuff is wonderful too. You should give it a try. Well, it's um, nice whenever your your significant other's really into music too, because my wife. Um, we went to go see it was the eternal nightmare part two tour and mm-hmm. it had traders and spy on and the acacia strain on that tour oh. and my wife was getting down and i had to hold her back a couple times because she uh <laughs> some people hit her a little too hard and she was trying oh, yeah. to go after them so i do have a question for travis or uh or jake um so i i i just learned now that the, that the band Fear Factory is based on fear of anything, right? So when somebody says, "I've got the machine," "I've got the machines," um, what's what's the first thing that they should um, know about you and what that what what the band is is primarily about? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I I know the name kind of when we were throwing out names for the name change it resonated with us because like a lot of like the social issues going on in the world nowadays and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was one. So we do kind of want to have that as like a kind of like how fit for an autopsy does a lot of like, yeah, more meaningful lyrics. Mm -hmm. We kind of want to, but then like, I just want to write really heavy breakdowns to you. So, yeah. <laughs> well, li- lyrically, um, I-, I like I-, I like really ignorant songs that just make you want to punch people. <laughs> so, I- I'm trying to combine that with talking about social issues because I know one of one of the the songs on our demo, it, I've I feel like I com- kind of combined punching people with talking about kind of like wage inequality and kind of how the corporations pretty much steal all of our money, even though we're the kind of, we're the people that make them the money. Right. Um, Exactly. And I feel like it kind of ties into the band name, kind of how they're gods and we're machines. That's a good point. Very, very good point. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, yeah, because it's, I like I like that because it's a cycle, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, ongoing cycle, ongoing cycle. Yeah. Um, so Travis, okay, so I have a hard. Okay, so we we talked about this subject on our on our on our last uh, podcast. Uh, this guy right here uh, can't stand TikTok. <laughs> okay, so he thinks TikTok is like Asriel League or something. He's big time right now. That he's part of the most it's most impossible. music show ever, right? I'm good with that. Like, <laughs> long, long is coming back, and if it's through TikTok, which that episode will come out soon, uh, yeah. we, we talked about the whole pop punk revival and how it's like because of TikTok. So uh, that's coming out soon. Right. Um, that was an interesting conversation. So, but, but but yeah, he told me that you have a TikTok now that you want to that you want to tell everybody about. I've been yeah, I've been kind of putting a little more time into it 
because I was just a watcher. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I could post these little uh, guitar videos and they might, you know, start well, yeah. getting views. And they, I mean, they're doing pretty well. I get like, what would you say, like four to 600 views wow, that, per TikTok? That is good. Like, yeah. The good thing about that format is Instagram tried to get a little piece of that chatter. And I don't know what it is about Instagram, but when you post the reels or whatever, yeah, they get so many more views than anything else. Yeah. So like, like I have some on Instagram that have like three thousand plus views. Really? I don't know how or why. Just the reels get the views. So I'm like, well, if I'm filming in this format, I might as well put them on TikTok too. Right. Yeah. So you gotta. Especially for music nowadays, like you got to use social media as tools. Like it's, it's all a tool to, you got to cast a big net to bring people to your, your, your little island, if that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You've got some really like inspiring stuff too. And like, you know, a big thing about this, this particular podcast that we do is we talk about, music of course but kind of like in relation to uh like our depression like me and james kind of have like a issue with with depression and um you know that's that's a big part of this whole concept of the show so you've got some really inspiring stuff like it you're are you kind of dealing with that too some anxiety and some depression of of some form it's kind of like um looking back on like the last decade or so you know Mm -hmm. because like when i was 18 uh, my mom passed away between, yeah. you know, my first two semesters in college, which uh, you're wondering why I never graduated. <laughs> part of it. Yeah. But <laughs> anyhow, it's kind of like just looking back on all those years where it was like so hard, you know, emotionally and financially. Yeah. Physically, pretty much. It's cool to be able to see how far I've come and see how far I've been able to grow and get through those things and it's kind of like i feel like i have this responsibility to give back because like kind of like that conversation of being the person that 15 year old you needed like um you know 28 now and it's like it's just being able to find the opportunity to break down like the stigma with mental health awareness and stuff. And yeah. like, so people can stop being stubborn and like realize it's okay to go get the help you need. If that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, we had Darren Marler from the, uh, weird darkness podcast on uh, a few episodes back as well. Talked a lot about that. You know, he, he doesn't have a music podcast, but like he's a big advocate for mental health and, uh, and things like that. So, um, in fact, he kind of like got on to me a little bit because he was like, you know, have you, have you been like officially diagnosed? And I was like, no, no but <laughs> yeah, not yeah. exactly. And, uh, but you know, he, he was like, we were talking about it and, and uh, he was like, yeah, it makes sense. It, that's, that's exactly what it sounds like. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's, uh, important and I, I need to do better about that as well. Okay. Um, but music's kind of my, like, my my escape and uh and um james let's go ahead and ask this question while we while we're talking about it but like uh it w- with each one of you like what and um you know fred if you want to go first uh what is like your go-to song like if you're just feeling either pissed off or or down or just or you know whatever like what is your or if it's an album like what is your go-to when you're feeling kind of like that Um, when I'm feeling like that, but, uh, Frank's first album, 3750. Okay. Yeah. They played a lot of stuff on 3750 and they played a lot of stuff off Deadlock. In that era of music, a good place. So whenever I'm down, I'll pop that in or just pull it up on my iTunes and just, We'll have to wait right now. Yeah. 
my, my wife also really likes car bomb uh that's her <laughs> really help i learned how to play that on accident by the way <laughs> on accident oh, how do you learn to play oh, this sure. song on accident yeah we did while playing the drums i think i was like I was trying to write riffs one night. I filmed it and sent it to Freddie. Yeah, like, car bomb. This sounds like something. And he's like, yeah, it's yeah. car bomb. And I was like, <laughs> like, holy crap. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Great intro for, you know, for that that one, too. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jake, how about you? What's uh, what's your, um, what's your yeah. go-to? Um, I really like the album Anger Issues by Traders. It has really good songs on it. And I think Tyler Shelton's uh, songwriting is really good, especially for being in the genre they're in. Yeah. He's such a good lyricist. Um, yeah. I also really enjoy, if I'm feeling down, Sad Boy Pop Punk. Mm. I feel that. <laughs> Put on some, some, some neck deep, like, um, yeah. Good lord! I remember I cried yeah. to the song "December" by Neck Deep. Dude, that's a, it's a gut <laughs> like, we talked about that too on the when we talked about our pop punk episode. Uh, we we talked about like the different formations of pop punk and like how there was this period where it was the most like depressing lyrics and bands out there, like "Story So Far," "Neck Deep," uh, "Wonder Years." All those guys was just like, well, I'm a uh, very bummed out now because because mine was always uh mine was always uh i just want to sell out my funeral by um wonder year so i was like i get it man like, that's, like, a good that's, one. that's me that's me I, it's like it's totally me sad boy um, it's fun and i also like a lot of i guess like the newer kind of i don't want to say underground because i mean it is big but like um country like tyler yeah. childers um because I feel like it's not the same country. Like it actually has really good lyrics. Like I feel like Tyler Childers could be a pop punk artist if he, oh yeah, like gets changed around the instrumentation. Yeah. Um, and I really like Sturgill Simpson a lot too. So I'm kind of all over the place as far as genres. <laughs> I can listen to anything and get sad or get angry. Yeah, there's there's a lot of those guys. Uh, it's like this new. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the name of the song is. I'm trying to look at Zach Bryan. He's a he's another one. I love Zach Bryan. Yeah, he's so good man. But like his lyrics are so like, and Rustin Kelly, like all like both of those guys are very like. Oh man, I am in the feels like big time, and I can't bring myself out of it. But like it, I, I'm totally here for it. Like Whiskey Myers is great. Allie's dad is really into Whiskey Myers and Tyler Childers and. uh and all those guys so like that's kind of that was like my introduction to that and i was like whoa there's this like really cool almost part of country emo, <laughs> yeah emo country that's out there and uh i had no idea even existed and um yeah it, it's great it, it's 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 wonderful the alternative i was right, about yeah. to say the that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a, it's such a great phrase um travis what about you man what's your what's your go-to <clears throat> So if I'm like mad or annoyed, like really ignorant hardcore, like like Kubla Khan or like mm-hmm. Two Piece or Tsunami, um, Tsunami, yeah. <laughs> um, what about Hunt the Dinosaur? Yes, <laughs> that's yeah, a that's a that's right? a different move. That's a different mood for me though. So I just sure. introduced James to Hunt the Dinosaur the other day too. He did a video. So on our YouTube channel, we do video reactions too, or James does. And uh, yeah. I'm like, dude, you gotta watch. What was it? Baked? I think. It was but yeah, baked. Ba- yeah, baked. Yeah, baked. Oh, so horrible. I'm like, what? The, like, oh, what the hell? Have you got me into man. We're trying to see yeah. if we can get him on the show. Like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. We we reached oh, that'd out be sick. to him. We would love to talk to him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, continue. Sorry. Um, but if I'm like sad or like want to feel sad for some reason yeah uh lately well um the wonder years is definitely one but more so lately modern baseball yeah and uh free throw (laughs) yeah dude yeah that's it that's (laughs) that's i'll listen to those bands dude and get sad about stuff I already got over <laughs> like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it it doesn't make any sense like it's just, but that's the power of music right like that's just yeah it's what happens like it, it 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 can either trigger a memory and it just sucks you back in yeah or whatever like things i haven't been bummed out about since i was like 17 and, and then i hear uh um anything by the story so far and it's, it takes me back i'm like oh my god here here we go again <laughs> that's yeah. why i can't listen to like the like the 2010 to like 2015 era of like rise core bands just because yeah. it takes me back to high school and just makes me really sad yeah <laughs> that ask me out xandra and all that. uh a mice and men of mice oh, and God. Men. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but talking about pop punk, um, have you guys listened to the new Water Parks album? Not yet. Uh, you should. I listened to it the other day. It is so good. Is it low? Is low key? Is that, that the? Is that one of the? Oh uh, yeah, it, low key as hell. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, that whole the, album is so good. There's a YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's called Punk Rock. Uh, we talked about it, James, and I can't remember what the name of the thing was. But uh, uh, Punk Rock NBA. NBA. That's it. Yeah, and he he made a playlist. Uh, Pop punk is back, and uh, that song popped up on there. And I remember the song um, "Stupid for You" that came out a few years ago. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Water Parts is cool. That guy's got blue hair. That's nice." And uh, I I I'm I'm digging the new stuff though. That's that's good. I'm gonna have to check into that a little bit more. Um, we also <laughs> we also talked about Olivia Rodrigo, and I don't know if you guys have any clue who she is, um, but uh, she's like a new like disney star uh she's in didn't the she, high did, is she, she, did she do the song good for you yeah so we talked about that yeah. i was like is this avril lavigne and yeah. uh like <laughs> my nephew was playing it the other day and uh i was like dude who is this and he's like you know the high school musical show on disney plus and i said yeah that's her like, that's her and i was, I was like, like no what? way get out of here yeah so Allie's all over that too she's she's been playing the crap out of um some olivia rodrigo so who knew, man? Pop punk. No. And, and well, so, the new wave's really good. I really like the new wave, and I feel like TikTok's really pushing the new wave. Yeah, it big time. It's it's very responsible for uh for what's happening, and then of course MGK and his you know Travis Barker's like all over everything that's mm. coming out to every collaboration with these hip hop artists that are uh kind of venturing into that new uh new genre and it's, it's cool to see man because I've, I've been a pop punk kid for ever my whole, uh, my whole life long yeah. As I've done, yeah. yeah like yeah. I, I drums at 10 and like blink was my my favorite band and um so i've just kind of been following that as it's evolved over the years and like now my nephew you know who me and me and him haven't like like i don't know been into the same things in like years so it's it's cool to like He's like, yeah, you know Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know uh, Travis Barker. I was like, come on, dude, seriously. Like, <laughs> right here, man. Yeah. You know who you're talking to, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so so shows are coming back. That's awesome. Uh, we're starting to see like more and more festivals announced and uh, some tour uh, dates being posted by all these bands. So, hey, if you guys can hear me, um, I. Okay. So I'm on the flip side. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. For having yeah, you on. Good. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks, thanks for, coming for coming on. on. We enjoyed talking awesome. to you. James. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Um so with with that being said, like do you guys have anything lined up for any gigs or, or anything like that, or are you just focusing on getting the music out there first? We're definitely working out the kinks. Gotcha. But uh, I'm from North Carolina, so I mean, I'm still a ways away. Right. But um, I I know some guys that know that own venues up here, and I know Travis knows some people down in South Carolina. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 definitely been in the talks. Um, because I know some I've talked to some people up here, and I know some people in some local bands up here that are pretty big that want us to open for them so yeah definitely whenever we get music out we'll definitely be you know right. getting around that's yeah. kind of how this thing got to where it's at now is because like things was supposed to be like a side project and then we're like kind of want to play live let's get some people together and then we started writing more music and it started evolving and we're like let's change the name yeah. i actually like 
when we thought Freddie was going to be drumming, like I've got a whole setup, did a whole bunch of research to be able to run my guitar signal into my amp and Freddie's amp to yeah. have a stereo, like just have the sound on each side of the stage. Yeah. And as soon as I got it working, we found a, a drummer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so you guys, you guys do have a drummer. Yes. Cool. Uh, who was his name? I, I didn't even know you guys had a drummer. He goes by Squeak. Squeak. Guy, um, Squeak. It's a fellow in Manning that uh, Freddie knows real well. He's known okay. him for a long time. Yeah. He's a uh, he's super hype about writing music, but he's not as hype about playing live. We're <laughs> no. to, yeah. We're trying to ease him into yeah the idea. Yeah, it's it's two totally different worlds too, and I get that. Um, I I've been a part of the writing process for a few different just little bands that I've been in. And I don't feel like I contribute as much. Like I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm just like, yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you guys have? I'll just kind of fill in whatever. But I love playing live. Like it's it's so fun. Um, yeah. It, it's we, we're talking with a guy now from church who's, you know, he's wanting to do just some like like once a month gigs or whatever just like at the brewery or uh you know anywhere here in town like restaurants and things like that so we're talking about that and like uh we're just getting so like oh dude this is gonna be so great i can't wait i'm gonna go buy this and i'm gonna buy that and it's just you know not even like in the works yet like big like at all it's just like a few texts we've been sending out and uh yeah so <laughs> So like, well, if Squeak doesn't want to play live with us. We could use you if you wanted to. Oh, have to, have to bust out the double bass pedal, man. That's right. Hell yeah, but, dude! But, it's at my mom's house, so I'm gonna have to come out there. <laughs> I'll go get it right now. Yeah. For, for those of you who don't know, Travis lives next door to my mom, so yeah. yes. right, yeah. <laughs> that's easy access for him, right? Yeah. But, um, I gotta come out there anyway. And get right, stuff, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, before we started recording, um, Blake, um, I, I. I told uh, Travis and uh, and Jacob that I that I saw uh, Steel Panther um, last yeah. month, right? right? But but during the uh, the um, virus uh, virus thing, um, I attended two uh, virtual concerts, which is one with Avatar and yeah. the second one with Demon Hunter. A question yeah. for Travis and uh, and Jake: uh, Have you ever uh, attended a a virtual concert? Yeah, or like you know, they're independent. No, okay. I, I watched um, about them. Right. I watched the Twitch stream for the band Waste whenever they right. released their new album. If you haven't checked out Waste, definitely go check them out. They're really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, James sent me, and I still haven't had a chance to like really view it yet, but uh, he sent me the the live stream of uh, that, Devil Wears Prada. That, yeah, and I, I and I did attend that. That, that that concert too. That was yeah, awesome. Time. It was yeah. like a playthrough, I believe, of right. um, the zombie EPs. Right. Um, so and, and, and other and, songs, yeah. Yeah, like the that new remember, one is that new one. Yeah, it, like the the, the original one that came out. I, I mean, Walking Dead was like oh it, yeah back uh, yeah then, right and then the yeah. comic book and I've got like the you know the comic that came with the EP um, at my mom's house. I'm gonna have to get it. And uh, put it up like in the living room or something. But uh, yeah, I I I didn't know. I've seen like August Burns Red and a few different bands like that are doing these live streams. Fit for a King doing live streams and stuff like that. Uh, and, dance, uh, Kevin Dance, Not I, yeah. I, I heard Seven Dust did, did, did one because, because my my friend that and and he paid like oh, like only eleven dollars for it. I mean, like it's like 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 the best show ever, man. Eleven dollars. Yeah. Suicide Silence did that whole world tour. Yeah, virtually. Though, like a virtual <laughs> world tour, where it was like geo locked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And only people in that area could buy access to it. I was like, that's <laughs> tour. That's the that's coolest crazy. Thing. That's amazing <laughs> that they can do that now. You know, I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. And I didn't think I could get into that. Um, whenever you know they first start, I think the first time I ever saw a live streamed concert, it was. COVID had just like erupted in right. the States. Right? And it was mm -hmm. around St. Patrick's day last year and dropkick Murphy's they were advertising this huge, like St. Patrick's day concert. And, but it was virtual. And I was like, I don't know, man, that, that seems kind of weird. Like what, 
takes all the fun out of like being in the pit and um you know just being like like leaving and then like the next day you can only hear out of like one ear uh and uh ah, you know, those days <laughs> i miss those days man yeah the last uh the last show i went to um was emory hawthorne heights um and uh two openers but i can't a uh, bad luck was one and i can't remember what counterparts i believe was the other Ooh. one yeah like opening for for emory and hawthorne heights and it was great show that'd be good because counterparts really doesn't come to the states too terribly much just because i know they don't make a a ton of money whenever they come it's hard because of the you got to get work visas and all that yeah it was it was a great show we had a great time and then everything that was january of 2020 and then was it loud yes it was at the senate in columbia and uh it was a that's a great venue um and uh there's only one band that almost blew my eardrum. Yeah. It's Slayer. I got <laughs> I got the opportunity to just say Slayer before they uh, re- finally retired, you know, RP to Slayer. Ho- hopefully they'll come back. Yeah. But, but that was the only band that almost blew out my eardrum. And I listened to my favorite song, which is The Disciple, and got out of there because I knew any longer I wouldn't be able to hear anymore. So, yeah, it- Butcher Babies was mine. I saw Butcher Babies at Carolina Rebellion. Great band, outside. yeah. yeah. In, uh, and it was, I don't understand how it could have been so loud at an outside venue, but Butcher Babies, like, I, I don't know, man. I wasn't even up close to the stage. I was just like kind of in passing, but I was like, oh, cool, and stopped and watched. I was like, oh, my God, it's so freaking loud. Is there I any- think the loudest band I've seen yeah. was Knocked Loose. Man, dude, I would I would kill to see not loose. <sighs> yeah, do it. you got to do it when you can, man. We were yeah. about to go see them whenever they were touring with Parkway Drive, but the tour keeps getting canceled. Parkway Drive, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think me and Jake's last concerts were the same night, but they were different they were. concerts. Yeah. Different. Yeah, my last my last concert was March the first of last year, and I almost lost my hearing in that concert. It was the Root of All Evil tour by Spite. It was Dealer, uh, Varials, Orthodox, uh, I Am, and Spite. I I think there might have been someone else in there. I don't remember. That was no, it wasn't Body Snatcher. But that was that was that was insane. Mine was like a brutal concert. (laughs) Fuming Mouth, Chamber, um. Creeping Death? Yeah. Yeah, Creeping uh, Death played that tour. Rotting Out and the Acacia Strain. And like yeah. I had never heard of any of those bands except the Acacia Strain, and now I avidly listen to all of all them. Of them. Yeah, yeah. That's the media of going to shows, because um, I think everybody misses that, because, uh, you know, you see, like, an opener band, and they're like, holy crap, that's great. I want to develop everything yeah. they got, you know? And I think people miss that going to live shows because without, I mean, virtual concerts, it's just like them, like like the main band playing, you know, you don't get to yeah. feel, feel the atmosphere of the crowd and see the opening band. It, 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 it's just great, you know. You don't get punched in the face. Right. <laughs> and or your girlfriend doesn't, do, right, and your girlfriend doesn't, <laughs> you know, go and kick men's asses, you know. Well, uh, the last show I went to, the, the the new vocalist, well, I guess he was just filling in for Traverius, jumped off the stage and just hit me right in the face with his shoulder, and I think he broke my nose. It was, oh, no. it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys wrong, by the way. It wasn't Counterparts. Uh, I, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, was it Counterparts? Maybe it wasn't Counterparts. Vagrants was the name of the band, um, not Counterparts. I don't know why I said that, um, but great show. Yeah, Emery, Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe counterparts it, could be a part of that, but it's a yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, nope, maybe, <laughs> not, maybe yeah. that's not who it was. Yeah. It's been so long, and I need to go to a show really bad. Yeah. Um, before that, we saw Cage the Elephant. Uh, me Where and Allie went, yeah. uh, went up to North Carolina and saw um, hell yeah, Cage the Elephant, and got introduced to a band called Winnetka Bowling League, I believe is the name of the band. 
and they were a it was they were the only opener. Um, so but because Caged Elephant played like a a crazy crazy long set, but it was they were so good, and the opener was great, and I got into that band. So like that's why I encourage people all the time go see the opening bands. You have no idea who you could get introduced to just by just by supporting either a local band or a small touring band that's exactly. just you know filling in that that space that's how i got into yeah. Let Live and how i'm now into uh fever 333 was because i saw uh i went to charleston um at the music farm or barn i can never remember which one because i the think city, it's music, music farm. farm or barn or farm or whatever but uh, somewhere in Charleston, and it was August Burns Red, uh, Silverstein, Texas in July, and then a band no one had heard of called Let Live that was opening the show. And I'm in line for some Silverstein merch, and I just I hear this dude like screaming at the top of his lungs from the stage, and the band starts coming in, and I got out of line because I was like, my God, what is happening? And you know, uh, Jason from Let Live and Fever, he just he's climbing all over the place. Anything he can get his hands on, he's wearing this bright tie dye shirt. Um, at the time, he had kind of like I, I don't know. I guess I kind of still do it too. But like the shaved head and like the top of the hair was like crazy, crazy long. Yeah, and it was like platinum blonde so like i can't even like see what the guy really looks like just from a distance so like this really tall lanky tie-dyed shirt guy with long blonde hair only on the very top of his head like flopping all over the place and he's screaming at the top of his lungs and i'm just like amazed by what's happening and um i got into that band super hard right after that uh fake history is one of my favorite albums now um, and, uh, it, I think they just had like the 10th anniversary edition LP that, that they just released for it too. And, um, all from going to see the opening band, it, it, it never, I never get disappointed going early. Some people are like, oh, I'll wait. Oh, I'll wait till, you know, whoever actually comes on. It's just, no, man, you've got to go support those opening acts. Well, that's how I got in the spite because, uh, yeah. They they opened the Rage Fest tour for Attila and Suicide Silence. Yeah, and like I I added like two Spite songs to my playlist just to like kind of be familiar with them. Yeah, and then I get there and then there's this this lanky tall dude in overalls on stage <laughs> screaming as loud as he can and I'm like what is this? And then I got Spitting. into that band. <laughs> that is one of the best live bands, man. I tell you, for real, they're insane live. I saw yeah. Spite on that same tour. <laughs> <laughs> At a different show, right, or something? Yeah, I went to the one in Virginia, I think. Okay. I went to the one in Charlotte. Nice. Yeah, we remember when Sent My Ravens was uh, a thing back in the day? Yeah, I remember, Travis. So, all right, so we had... So, speaking of going to see the opening bands, I went with Travis Curry uh, to Charleston um, to see Sent My Ravens. And there was a little band named Embracing Goodbye that was opening for them. Um, and I was like, an- another another instance where I'm like, what is happening? I'm so like in love with this band. And I've, this is the first time I've ever heard them. Instantly went and bought a shirt. Um, they had like a, a V-neck that had like a guitar on it, lightning bolts like coming out. And it was like Embracing Goodbye shoots lightning out of guitars or something <laughs> like that. And uh, I bought their, their uh, first album, Rock and Roll is Not Dead. Um, and, uh, got to kind of like meet the guys. And then like, every time I saw St. Ravens after that and embracing by was opening for them, I just kind of got to like know them better. Um, and they always put on a great show. Me and Casey, the drummer kind of like kept in contact over the years. And, uh, we actually had him on the podcast a while back and we talked about that show at Harmony Church here in Sumter. Um, when the power kept going out, James Travis yeah. at that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Travis was yeah. at that show. Yeah. And uh, that was also one of the loudest shows I've ever been to in my life. This small little gymnasium that at this church. And it was, it was bigger than New Brooklyn. Definitely bigger than <laughs> it, New Brooklyn. Anything is bigger, bigger than Brooklyn. 
anything. My the living room's bigger. bigger than yeah. Brooklyn. If you, if we New Brooklyn needs to shut down or something and just move. It's CBGBs of the South. I've yeah. heard uh, Norma Jean uh, declare that, and it was like, yeah, that makes sense. Everybody's got to come to New Brooklyn and play it yeah. at some point. Um, yeah, it that that band was so loud uh, that all the bands, uh, my brother's keeper, opened for them, and um, they mm-hmm. kept like knocking the power out and embracing it. By definitely did. Um, and Simper Ravens got on stage and the power would go out. But the cool part was the the they knocked the power out and then everybody would just like keep singing the songs. So oh, like, they kept playing too. Like yeah, you could hear the playing as much as possible and. Um, that they, they would play a little bit like the drums would keep going just because, I mean, that's all you could hear was just the drums. And then eventually they would stop and just, everybody's just singing at the top of their lungs. It was the most cool and powerful thing, but I'm sure like everyone who was, who was kind of like from the church that was kind of hanging out and making sure everything was going smooth. It was probably like, dear God, these guys got, got to wrap this up because they're going to blow something. <laughs> that was, uh, that was also the beginning of my obsession with like Mesa dual rectifiers. Yeah. Cause that's what they used. Yeah. I was like, was those things show, are man. so loud and they have so much gain, but they cost yeah. so much money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna pull this note back up here. I think that might be James. I don't, I don't have anything else. Do you have any other questions? I do. Um, uh, oh. so, okay. So, um, where can our listeners find you all at your social medias? Because I know Travis just made a TikTok, so you can do that. And I think you have Instagram too and Facebook, or like, like where, where, where can people find you all? I keep, I try to keep all my stuff uh, pretty consistent. So it's pretty much all at the Travis Wayne, all lowercase. Yeah. Um, And then the band is at of gods and machines. I don't think there's anything extra on there. Right. No. And I'll, and I'll link it at the bottom. So, 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 our, yeah. so our listeners can get you all easy. But, um, yeah, cause I, I find it easier to, to have one, one hand for everything, you know, just, yeah. it all. and then I have like a, I have a link tree in my Instagram bio that links to like YouTube, Twitch, everything, TikTok, right. all that. Cool. How about you, Jacob? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at jagolden7. Um, and then I actually, Travis inspired me to start TikTok. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a dog groomer. Um, so I post videos of, of the dogs that I groom on TikTok, and I put really cringy metal behind oh, the, wow. the videos. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so you can, find, you can find me on TikTok at the metal dog groomer. Nice. Cool. Right, so, Travis, we got to get him on there, you know, just so, so you know. You got to help me talk into it, man. Come on, it's all about TikTok, yeah. you know. So <laughs> even if Squeak doesn't want to play live, like if you want to get out there and there you get go. my double throw down for a couple of times. Far. I try to same. Like, I try to incorporate as much of my metalcore uh, drumming as I can at church, uh, just because <laughs> I don't have anywhere to set up my my drums and play right now. So all my stuff still at my yeah. Home. Um, I don't, I'm still working on my drum shed and, uh, so and like, that's a ride. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be a lot. There's all kind of crap, but apparently there's termite damage out there now. And I'm like, Oh, great. What else? Oh. We so yeah, so we're, it's, it's a, it's a work in progress, but once I get all that set up, I'll be, I'll be able to like throw on some, you know, music again, throw my headphones in and just kind of jam for a while. Um, but, uh, like I try to do some stuff at church, like while, <laughs> so like I've, I've tried to use the double bass pedal that they have up there and it's just like, God, I, I can't like fit it in. It just doesn't make sense. So I'm going to, I feel you on that. that, but, uh, in between the songs, like while everybody's sound checking, like I try not to be that obnoxious drummer that just won't shut up while everybody's tuning. So, but every now and then they'll be like, all right, let's, uh, Let's check your kick real quick, and I was going <laughs> like I got to get out of my system. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Well, we cool. Do, Thank oh, you guys. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, James. Right on. Oh no, I, no man. I was going to just think, uh, uh, Travis and Jacob for coming on. This has been a real pleasure for us. 
and yep. uh, and and thank you, Travis, again for coming back and yeah. Us yeah. And um, guest. Freddie yeah. also said, you know, he was really thankful for letting us do this, but his like internet was going in and out. He was kind of <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, a bit of delay, but it's, it's all good. We all good, we can fix, yeah. we can fill in those gaps and and fix that. But um, yeah, Freddie, if you're listening, thank you for for coming on as well. Jake, thanks for being here, man. Um, that was a blast. Yeah, dude. Hell Pleasure. Yeah. Right. And uh, everybody go check out of Gods and Machines. Um, yes. And uh, hopefully some uh, more music coming soon. Spotify, We're anything like that. For that like, not yet. We're not shooting yet. for like an August single drop. Yeah. We haven't s- talked about it super in depth, but like, I feel like once we retract guitars, um, Waterboarded to Death will be ready that's cool. a good so we song, could probably dude. just pick a that's date a song. yeah absolutely that's, that's, that's a very um, good song dude I, I love that song yeah so, yeah so keep at it man you're, you're going to yeah, do dude. awesome stuff you know so. awesome all right y'all oh, yeah. thank you for for listening to the show and until next time when words fail music speaks everybody bye bye y'all <laughs>